0: There's joy in every journey.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Phillies Today. Here with Francisco Rojas. Not, not a, not a, not a very good game to recap for you guys today. Um, the first two games of the series against Miami, uh, you know, wins. Uh, you know, game two of the series coming back. Uh, you know, down in the ninth inning to face your old foe and David Robertson, getting that win. Um, the first, the first two games of this series, uh, you felt good. You, you know, you're coming, still coming out of the All Star break a little bit, I guess. To a certain extent. I guess we're kind of past that point now. But you no, know, you're feeling good. You, you, you get the, you know, game one and uh, on Monday you get that four to two win, and then game two yesterday uh again winning late with the Cassiano's home run you're you're feeling really good and um you know Cassiano's talked about after the game about how great the clubhouse is and these guys pick each other up and all that and that's great um but last night highlighted a few concerns right like the bullpen's been really good this year and it's been very good but you can see uh the concern about the bullpen at the same time, and we'll we'll get to that. But they've been great this year, and that's been great to see. But you can also see what this team could look like down the stretch or in the playoffs if things aren't clicking well, you know, because that does matter. When you get to the playoffs, you know, things got to click at the right time. That's what happened last year for the Phils. Everything clicked at the right time. And, you know, give them credit for what they did, but um, – you know, you could see what happens to this team if if things aren't going right. But at the same time, we're not going to overreact. It's it's a long season. These type of games are going to happen. It happens to every team. Um, you know, as great as Craig Kimbrell's been this year, he you know, doesn't have, uh, you know, a great outing. And, um, you know, the the Phils, you know, lose this game to the fish. Lose this game to the fish. And uh, it, it wasn't... We're gonna talk about Trey Turner because we have to. But see, I feel like my head's gonna explode as much as we've talked about Trey Turner this season, and especially in the last like whatever, like nine to ten hours. Um, but we got to talk about it. We got to talk about. I want to talk about. Should we bench him? Should we not? Like, what should we do with Trey Turner? What's the right thing to, to do? Um, but usual, usual show today. Nothing crazy. We're going to get into key moments, recap the game. My game takeaway is going to kind of give a little bit of a different one today. Going to go into my negatives and positives instead of just general game takeaways. Going to kind of split it up there. Um, Then we'll get into somebody that people kind of want to bring back just because of the way Trey Turner has played this year. And I kind of want to tell you just we need to relax. He's had a horrible year. Uh, the guy that I'm talking about uh, or the guy that I want to mention. You probably know, might know who I'm talking about. The former Philly who was on the team last year. He was actually on Miami this year for a second before he got traded at the deadline. Um, it's now is technically a free agent, I guess. Um, but then we'll get into around the league, look at scores in National League East, uh, standings in National League East, and then uh, as well as Western Major League Baseball. Then we'll preview uh, to today today's game as the Phils uh, get set to take on the Fish, I believe it's twelve ten starts, very early, uh, just just after ten minutes after noon. So Phils uh, will face Johnny Cueto as Michael Lorenzen uh, get, uh, gets his first start as a Philly. Um, get some news and notes, and then I'll give you some bets uh, to end today's show uh, from Fandle. So. So, just to recap yesterday's game, uh, we'll fast forward top of the fourth. Nick Castellanos, who's not been good the last month or so, gives you an RBI single. Alec Bohm would score, someone who has been good for the Phil's last month or so. Uh, 1 nothing, Phil's. Then another one who's been great. Bryson Stott, RBI single. Bryce Harper scores to make it a 2-0 game. And then fast forward to the bottom of the six. The fills are up 5 0 at this point. Josh Bell hits a solo home run. Bottom of the sixth, excuse me. Uh, Josh Bell gives you a solo home run. Five one fills. Or yeah, five one fills. Then <laughs> just later this inning, Jazz Chisholm uh, with another home run off of Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler has a good outing in this uh, in this game. Um, was this the bottom of the sixth or the bottom of the side? No, no, because I think Wheeler did finish the uh, did finish the sixth. Um, but bottom of the sixth there. Uh, Josh isn't with the home run to make it five to two. Then bottom of the eighth. Uh, Jesus Sanchez we're fast forwarding here. Walks with the bases loaded. five, three game fills. And then uh, later this inning, John Birdie, sacrifice ground out. Avisel Garcia would score, and uh, that would be a, a one-run lead for the Phils at 5-4. And then an inning later, um, Gregory Soto comes in. Not Craig Kimbrell is used to coming in in these save situations. Um, Jorge Soler ties the game uh, with the home run and 5-5. Five, five. And then just a half inning later, Brandon Marsh would pinch hit and would hit a two-run homer to give the Phillies a 7-5 lead. You're thinking, oh, the Phillies have been resilient. Another comeback win, so to speak, um, even though they gave up the lead to the Marlins um, after a 5 nothing start. But Brandon Marsh, two-run homer, 7-5. Um, and then half inning later, though, bottom of the 10th, John Birdie with a sack fly. Jake Berger would score and it would be a 7-all game. And then Half an inning later, top of the 11th. Alec Bohm, I mean, how good has he been? RBI single, Rodolfo Castro would score um, as he would get some playing time at third base uh, in this game, 8-7. to seven. Bottom of the 11th, Josh Bell with an RBI single. And this is the play, one of the plays of the game, right? Josh Bell with the RBI single, quote-unquote, um, that should have been an error on Trey Turner. Um, Trey... Uh, it gets right over his glove and should have been an error. I mean, freaking uh, uh, scoring judges uh, just doing their job. Jacob Stallings would score, tie the game up at eight, and then bottom of the twelfth, bases loaded. Dylan Covey on the mound uh, throws a cutter high and in inside to Jesus Sanchez, but Jesus says Jesus Sanchez says screw that, opposite field flare to win the game, and Marlins will win this game by a score of nine to eight. And there you have it—a back-and-forth game. Um, after uh, the ninth, you know, Phils give up the lead, and they come back, and then they give up the lead again. And you know, Dylan Covey didn't even make a bad pitch. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for Trey Turner um, in the in the um, in the in the eleventh, right? Was that the in the eleventh? Yeah, right in the eleventh. I mean, they feels well in that game if Trey, Trey Turner just makes that play. I know it wasn't an easy play to make, but uh, you should make that play. So let's get to the the, the game takeaways. I have three negatives for you. Um, first one, Trey Turner. Obviously, let's just get it out the way. I don't. I really. don't, I don't know what else to say about Turner. I mean, what else can be said? I, I really want to kind of hit on like what people are talking about as far as. Should he be benched and all this stuff? First of all, he was already benched. Like, Topper giving him that day off basically benched him. I mean, the guy's a $300 million player. $300 million player, you know, over the next 10 years. You benched him. You gave him the day off the, that one day when he announced it on the morning show a couple of weeks ago, right? Trey Turner, uh, that was was basically a benching. It basically was. I mean, uh, there was a certain caller last night on John Johnson's show that says give him the week off. There's nothing that's going to do anything for him. Like, the only thing that I could say, would say, was like, you know, maybe send him down to the minors. But technically, I guess you can't do that, right? Um, So, um, like, that's not happening. So... He's just gonna have to play through it. I mean, the other other option is Edmundo Sosa, but Sosa hasn't been good this year either. So, like, I don't know what you would expect out of Edmundo Sosa. He's gotten chances. He's played in, like seventy plus games this year, something like that. I mean, he's he's played. A, he's he's gotten his opportunities this year. Uh, Edmundo Sosa has. So uh, that's not the answer. Uh, and we'll get into, and I'll just let's just talk about it right now. Like I was going to get into it after the takeaways, but Gene Segura is not the answer either. Like I, obviously, the fans are. It's and I get. It, I love Gene Segura. I love Gene when he was here. He was a he was a good bat, hit for average, uh, got on base. Like I I, I like Gene. He was a solid defender, had a cannon. Um, I like I I love Gene. I love what he brought to the fills, and he was a likable player. But like. He was horrible this uh, this year for the fish like for the Marlins. He was like an, he had almost in a negative two war. He was nothing at the plate, nothing in the field. He was horrible, like absolutely horrible. He's worse than Sosa, worse than um, Turner, like I don't know, you could bring somebody else in. Who are all the free agent sorts, free agent infielders? Like that, that's stupid. Like it's literally just an emotional thing. Like there's nothing. Oh well, well you'll bring him. Well, but like he could add. Well, what's was it hurt? I mean, literally, you're only saying that because you you like him. There's no no other reason. No other reason at all. No other reason. So quit the Gene Segura stuff. Turner's just gonna have to play through it and. That's it. Turner's just going to have to play through it. Okay, so that's it on the Turner stuff. Um, He's got to make those plays in the infield. Has to make those plays. Um, Second negative takeaway, big bats need to get it together, man. Like, they they just do. And I mentioned Turner. Um, JT's got to get it together. JT's got to get it together. I mean, JT didn't play in this game, but, like, I, I just keep pointing to, like, the big bats gotta get, get big bats gotta get it together. Harper, the power's gotta come back at some point, man. It's all gets now. I understand the Tommy John thing. Power's gotta come back at some point. The team's gonna need the power. The team needed it last year in the playoff run. They needed that power and they got it from him. Um, the, the power's gotta gotta come from somewhere. I mean, Alec Bohm honestly was supposed to give you power at some point. He still doesn't have a lot of a lot of power. He still has what, like ten home runs? Ten to twelve somewhere in that range. Um like, the, the big bats got to get it together. Cassianos, Harper, um, as far as the power goes. Uh, Schwarber's got to hit more. Like, I think that we downplay the batting average a little too much, but, like, Schwarber's got to at least make a little more contact and get his on-base, just in general, get his on-base percentage up um, because he's still just, like, an average hitter as far as OPS goes this year. So... Um, Yeah, so Schwarber, you know, it has got to hit a little more, get on base. Cassianos has to get it together. I know he had two hits in this game. Um, Harper's got to get it together with the power. Stott and Boom can't just be the, like, you've got to get it together, okay? And JT, when he comes back from injury, get it together. And Trey Turner, get it together. I don't know what else to say. So that's my second takeaway. Third takeaway is the bullpen. Bullpen was horrible in this game. Um, Wheeler gave you... A great outing, or not great, but very good. Six innings, those two bombs was really just it. Um, four strikeouts. Strom, an inning and a third, two earned. Jeff Hoffman, who only gave you you know two and a third, a couple of walks. Soto gives up the homer to Soler. Kimbrell, one earned. I mean, Kobe. Uh I mean, Covey really, I mean, you can't even really blame Covey because, I mean, it was all on Trey. I mean, he was about to get out of it. I know that ball was kind of hard hit from Bell but you he was about to get out of it. So, um the bullpen not good and am I expecting this from from them every time out? No. kimbrel has been great this year, he's an all-star, but at the same time, this is like this is what can happen to this bullpen. Um you know, they're not like the best bullpen in baseball. Like this is this can happen to this bullpen, which is not concerning. It's only one game, but hopefully it's not the start of something that could happen. I mean you D F A Vasquez and you keep Kove and Kove has been good over his last like, you know, ten to twelve innings or so. So Bullpen, not great this game. Hopefully it's not anything too concerning. Positives, Zach Wheeler. Again, I mentioned the Wheeler thing. Six innings, five hits, two earned, one walk, four strikeouts. Just the two homers, but he obviously gives you the chance to win, only giving, you know, giving six innings, two earned. Um, other positives, Alec Bohm, Bryson Stott. I mean, Bohm with, what, three RBIs this game um, coming through in big spots in that two hole. Bryson Stott, three for five um, with a double and an RBI and a walk. I mean, Bry- Bryson Stott. What can you say about the kid this year? Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, just two notes. Like, boom, since July 1st, 354, 429, 505, 934 OPS uh, in 112 plate appearances. Stott, since July 2nd, 337, 392, 500 uh, slug, 892 OPS in 102 plate appearances. So, I mean, where would this offense be in the second half? I mean, the offense hasn't been great, but where would they be without them? Because they would be nowhere. Um so, those are my takeaways. Uh, those are the takeaways from the game, and you know, overall, bullpen wasn't great. Turner cost you. Uh, offense was good. Wheeler gave you. Wheeler Wheeler gave you some length and had a good outing. Um, so, yeah, but key moments, in, and those keys in this game, like the Turner part and the bullpen not coming through in, in big moments, so to speak, even though Kobe almost didn't get out of it. Um, it's what you need in the playoffs. So hopefully it's not a sign of things to come, but it's just one game. So I'm not I'm not going to overreact too much to that. Um, so let's get to a little bit of around the league. Uh, some NLE scores and standings. Uh, just looking at the National League East. Um, let's see uh, so Atlanta destroyed uh, the Angels yesterday Taliquas Giolito not a very good outing in his second appearance I believe or second start as an Angel 12-5 to Atlanta uh, Washington beats Milwaukee 3-2 to Milwaukee's a team obviously to keep an eye on in the wild card standings for the Phils that's what they're shooting for um, the Mets I believe lost to the Royals for nothing yep uh, so that was, that was it for the NL East as the Phils play the Marlins and lose 9-8. to And then some of the standings in the National League East— um, obviously the Braves just sitting there we don't even really have to mention them 69 and 37 uh and then the Phils 58 50 12 games back 58 and 51 the Marlins 12 and a half games right behind the Phils. 50 and 57 the Mets seven games back um in the NL east and then Washington 46 and 63 and then looking at the wild card um just had it there there it is um Giants 60 and 49. Um, two games up. They won yesterday, I believe, by a score of 4-2 to over the D-backs. And the D-backs are obviously another team to watch um, in the wild-card race. Phil still retain that second wild-card spot. That's a positive, 58-50. Miami, 58-51 right behind them. Milwaukee, 58-51 as well. Uh, they sit. Both in that third wild card spot. Arizona 57 and 52 as they lose to San Fran. Uh, the Cubs 55 and 53, two and a half games back. San Diego 54 and 55. Watch out for San Diego, man. Watch out for San Diego 54 and 55 as I believe San Diego won last night. Uh, let me double check real quick. I had it. Yes, San Diego beat, destroyed Colorado, beating up on a team they should beat um, 11 to 1. Because Pittsburgh, 48-59, and 59, nine games back. So we'll end it there with looking at the wild card. Um, and then let's preview the next game and series. So you're going to get a good look at Michael Lorenzen today because it's his first start as a Philly, and he'll be going against Johnny Cueto on the other side. Cueto's been dealing with a biceps injury that kept him out for three months uh, this year uh, until about just a about three or four weeks ago, um, Cueto coming in with a 5.06 ERA, nine earned runs, and 16 innings this year so far since returning from that biceps injury. And the other side for the Phils, like I said, uh, Michael Lorenzen, 3.58 and 18 starts, a 3.58 ERA and 18 starts, um, coming in with a 2.72 ERA in just over 39 innings um, against the Marlins for his career. Pretty good, I think. It's just four starts there, 15 appearances, uh, but 39 innings. 272 area is really good. So hopefully that gives you some confidence going into the Miami, uh, the, the series finale against Miami, which I would love to take three or four here, man. It would feel really good, especially after last night where you don't feel good and it feels terrible and we all overreact and we all say, oh my God, well Turner and the bullpen and this and that, which I kind of have been feeling like after this game, but um, another thing to note, like, this gives Aaron Nola more rest, and we know how good Aaron Nola was last year um, being given more rest after they, you know, acquired Noah Syndergaard um, last year, and that helped that helped Nola. And I don't think people talk about that too much. So that that uh, Michael Lorenzen will make his first start again, you know, all-star this year for the Tigers, and um, he's been good. He's been good since the all-star break. So Lorenzen, 18 starts, 358 ERA. You'll get a good look at him. So, some news and notes, and I kind of already mentioned this, but Andrew Vasquez DFA'd. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that Vasquez got DFA'd. I mean, like, I, I know K- Kobe's been good lately. I guess the team likes Kobe. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's something they, they're, they, uh, they've been seeing with Kobe that uh, I think it's somewhere in the quote, and I'll read this to you from Rob Thompson, and this is straight from phillies.com. Uh, I think, to be honest, Kobe's just pitched better. Uh, manager Rob Thompson said Fast didn't really have much of an opportunity but when he did pitch he did all right which uh, which is weird because he was really good for most part of the year. Kobe is developing a new pitch to help him with lefties but the fastball plays. There's good sync on it so they really like the fastball there. He uh, he gets some ground balls out of it especially against right-handed hitters. But we're trying we're trying to work in a ch- change split type of deal to help with lefties. And with now with seven guys in the bullpen, not only is he the long guy, he's going to have He's going to have to take down some higher leverage situations. We just think the stuff plays a little better. And hey, maybe it's true. Maybe it's true. I'm not going to say say, Oh, well, I mean, like yeah. It. it, it we'll, we'll see. The next couple of months are going to prove that. We'll prove. We'll prove if Kobe. I, I just. I don't know, man. Like maybe they, again, they're trying to mess with Kobe. Kobe's uh, what split change here. Or, um, they like his fastball. So maybe, maybe that helps. Maybe that helps a lot, uh, but I don't know. We'll see over the next couple of months if this is worth it because Kobe doesn't have a good track record with the teams he's pitched for in the past with Chicago, L.A., I think Minnesota was his other team. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll see. And then the other uh, thing to note here, Jose Alvarado, according to Phillies.com, you know, he has the left elbow inflammation that he's been dealing with. Alvarado's second bullpen session on Tuesday in Miami went well. Uh, Rob Thompson said Alvarado is scheduled to throw another session on Friday. Uh, I guess tomorrow. Uh, if it goes well, the Phillies will determine whether he will throw another bullpen session or possibly face live hitters. I mean, the Phillies are going to need him down the stretch for the playoff run and in the playoffs. We, we saw how important he was to the Phillies in the second half of last year uh, and in the postseason. So Jose Alvarado hopefully returning soon. And then just a few bets for you before I get you out of here. Kyle Schwarber hasn't hit a home run. He's hit one home run? He hit one home run. Like, was it July 28th? It's been a couple of days, okay? Uh, and he only hit one home run since July 19th. Take Schwarber to hit a homer. Plus 370 to hit a home run. Johnny Cueto hasn't been exactly great since he's come back from injury. Take Kyle Schwarber to home run. Man, he's due for like a leadoff bomb. I'll take Kyle Schwarber plus 310 to hit a home run. I'll also take Brandon Marsh if he's in the lineup today hopefully he's in the lineup I think uh, you know feeling good coming off that home run yesterday even though it's off a loss hopefully Marsh feeling good after uh, you know Brandon Marsh plus 230 to get two plus hits I would take that so I'll take that uh, Marsh at plus 230 to get two plus knocks uh, and then Alec Bohm, 750 to record two plus RBIs why not take that I mean he's been an RBI machine take the plus 750 that's a lot of money right it's a lot of money take the you know you, you bet ten dollars when you get 75 technically is that how, right yeah pretty or yeah or is it more because if i if right okay i think i think so help me out you out there tell me if i'm right or i'm wrong tweet me or x me whatever it is at rojas underscore media underscore did i do it right all I know is that you win a lot of money if you, if you play that bet. Plus 750 to record, two plus RBIs for Alec Boehm. Take that. RBI machine. We love it. So that's going to do it for me. Francisco Rojas, hopefully on Monday we'll be talking about, because I'll be back Monday, uh, we'll be talking about an, uh, a Phillies series win against the Miami Marlins. Three or four would be great. And a series win hopefully this weekend against Kansas City. So that's going to do it for me. I'll talk to you guys soon. Go Phills. Okay, picture this.